Hello and welcome to Euro Daily, a brand new podcast where we give you a roundup of the day's events in the Euros. As you guys can probably tell from the intro, my voice is it's not in the best state, is it, Sarah? Um, I don't think it is, no. No, it's probably because I've been shouting too much in the England game, but probably because I got so excited last night. I mean, what a game that was. Well, what a couple of games that was. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, isn't it? It's coming out a day late, sorry about that. There's two days off from the Euros now, so today we're going to review the games that we missed because we didn't record one during last night, which was the 23rd of June. So we're so today we're going to be talking about Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic, yeah. England, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Poland, Hungary, Germany, Portugal and France. And then tomorrow we will do our predictions from this point for the round of 16 and where we think... It's going to end up. So, yeah, getting exciting here. So, let's get straight into it. Um, Croatia, Scotland. 3-1 Croatia. Scotland are out. Two words. Modric masterclass. 35, and that man still delivers his performance. Bellissimo. Bellissimo. Honestly. I mean, what more is there to say? 3-1 Croatia, Vlasic, Modric and Perisic scored, McGregor scored for Scotland and that was actually quite a good goal, not going to lie. Yeah, um, yeah Modric what, is though, the Travella. We were literally in the park practising it, weren't we? Tonight. We were, we were trying to do it. Okay, let's, should we move on to the England game? No, we'll talk a bit more about it. Scotland's in the mud, in the mud. Scotland in the mud. Na 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 na. Scotland in the mud. In the mud. Scotland in the mud. Right, move on now. We we just don't. Nah, nah, nah. Talk a little bit more. I feel like Scotland have given themselves like quite a good account in the tournament. Like gave England the game. They didn't do that bad against Czech Republic. Like they they were slightly outclassed, but they had some chances, didn't they? Yeah, I think. Patrick Schick's just a bit too good. Yeah. What I've got to say with Scotland, they haven't got that one man who can carry them. Like, if you're a mediocre country with a good player up top, you're a good country in the tournament like this. If you can deliver, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, for instance, Ronaldo. Wow, we will get onto him in a minute. But, to be honest, Croatia, they've shown why they were World Cup finally, haven't they? Yeah, they definitely have. The way they just played against them is, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. Quite excited for this episode, are you? Got quite a long one. Oh, yeah. You there? I almost lost you um, there. Hang on, sorry. I, I, just, <laughs> I was just getting up the, the score from the England game. Mate, it was 1-0. It was 1-0. But let's face it, to be honest, it was that bad, boring that, to be fair, it was quite easy to forget yeah, about, wasn't it? Great in Um, And then that's it. What, what do we say? England topped the group, scoring only two goals and keeping clean sheets. I find that crazy, but Croatia scored four and came second. Czech Republic scored three, came, came third, and Scotland scored one and came second. It's fourth even for Scotland. Yeah. I mean, there's not really that much to say. It's boring football, but it works in the tournament. Um... Great, great header from Sterling. Great move. 
lovely cross by Jack Grealish. He's got to be starting, I think, against Germany. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm liking England, you know. As much as people go, oh, it's boring, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. Guess what? I don't care. We haven't lost a game. We haven't conceded a goal. And for tournament football, it's what you need. France could, scraped past Peru. Peru. And that's a mighty front in the World Cup that they won. Portugal back in the Euros. When they won the Euros, let me repeat that. Won the Euros. Yeah? Scraped through three draws. Three draws in the group stage. And they only won one game out of the entire knockout round within 90 minutes. Okay? They were not good. They were not good. But they had a solid defence and they got through. And they won it. Croatia weren't particularly good. Solid defence. Got through and they won it. Greece. Years ago they won the Euros with the most boring style of football ever imaginable. 1-0 draws and they won the Euros with that style. Okay? Yeah. Um, right, let's move on to yesterday's games. Well, yeah. So, I'll read out the scores. It was a fascinating day. It was a record-breaking day because... Uh, a total of... I just need to work this out quickly. It was about eight times um, the table changed around, didn't it? Yeah, but the to- it was a record-breaking day because there was a total of 18 goals scored on the day. Um, Spain beat Slovakia 5-0. Sweden beat Poland 3-2. And we'll get on to what happened in the games. And then the two eight o'clock games, crazy. Germany, Hungary, two all. No one expected that. Portugal, France. Well, two well, we say nobody. Whatever, whatever. Let's just go back to. Let's just start. <laughs> with, uh, let's start with. Let's go in order. So Spain game, five nil. Dubravka starts off by saving a penalty. Spain missing two penalties this tournament so far, and then as an absolute shocker, he just. Basically hits it into his own goal. He does a Jordan Pickford. Um, wow! Wow! No, let me let me carry on. And then Emmerich Laporte, who changes citizenship from French French to Spanish just before the tournament started, got picked into the team, um, and then's come and scored uh, a very nice header. Um, and then Sarabia scored, um, and then Torres scored with a lovely flick. It was his first. First touch, touch of the yeah. game, very, very nice worked corner, like short corner, very well worked, played in, and he just um, does a little back heel flick into the goal. Um, and then there was another own goal from Cooker to make it 5 0. So I'm not sure it's quite pronounced Cooker, but you know, you know. Let's move on to Sweden Poland. No, no, we'll, um, t- we'll talk about this a bit more. Because I was thinking, you know what, we'll have a bit of a longer episode because we didn't upload yesterday, did we? So I reckon nope. maybe we go for a bit of a longer one. Let's let's not just rush you like we've been doing recently. Let's have a little bit of a chat. I mean, Spain, they've really, they've seemed to have clicked. Like, they showed what they didn't have in the other games. They had a bit of tenacity. They had a bit of luck. Because in the other games, they were... They were creating it. They were playing well. They were just... They weren't scoring, were they? No. But to be honest with you, Slovakia, they've got a couple of big names. Dubravka, Skrunia, 
and Hamshik. Well, and you say big names. Like... Hamshik's slumming it over in China. Dubravka plays for Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle. Yeah, they have just won the Scudetto, but they've got one good player. But yeah. yeah, I mean, to be fair though, they struggled against Poland, and Poland aren't that much better. In fact, Slovakia beat Poland, so you know, I, I think Spain managed to click a bit more. I think with their style, it just depends on the look of the day. Cause if you're on an unlucky day, their style it doesn't get your goals. He's got, yeah, you've got to go with it, but I'm liking Spain. Why are they not playing De Gea and they're playing United Simon? Because De Gea's bad. Alright, I'll I'll give you that. (laughs) Exactly. The simple fact that De Gea's just bad. He's just bad. When United Simon is getting picked over you, when you've been the national team goalkeeper for years, then you know you're bad. You get what I mean? True. But let's face it. Spain had their stars shining today. Well, yesterday. You had Ferran Torres, you had players like that winning them the game, doing what everyone expected of them. And actually, that's been quite refreshing to see. And I I just think the Spain side has quite a bit in store, but still, I'm not sure they quite have that cutting edge. Because when it comes down to their strikers, Alvaro Morata, really? They can't score a penalty either. So we... Terrible in penalty shootouts. Guess what? They missed their last five penalties in a row. Crazy. Crazy. Right, I reckon Sweden, Poland. 3-2. Sweden. So Hulsberg with two stunning goals um, after 60 minutes. One in the second minute and one in the 59th minute. Lewandowski with two stunning goals again. Just being Mr Lewandowski. Did you take him out of fantasy player. league? I did take him out of my fantasy You said you were going to take him out of your fantasy team back in, back in an episode a couple of days ago. Poland, but, mate, that's me. Five minutes to go. 2-2. They need one more goal to keep them in the Euros. 90 plus four. Klaassens comes on and scores. Well, I don't know if he came on, but... Um, yeah, he did. came on 78th minute, to be fair. But he came on and then he's done a job and... and won Sweden, won them the, the match and top made them top the group as well. Yeah. Can you believe how that group's ended up? Sweden on seven points, Spain on five points, Slovakia on three and Poland on one. I cannot believe that. Should we actually be surprised though that Sweden have topped it? Because Spain, they don't have that cutting edge up front. Maybe, maybe we should have actually looked at it and gone, you know what? Spain are going to struggle against defensively solid teams like Sweden, like Poland. Actually, Sweden are very good at defending, so Spain won't beat Sweden. Like Sweden have players like Robert Isaac, who is really good, like obscenely good. I mean, yeah. I'd happily sign him for Everton. Like, he's just different quality. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, think, I think any club again, just him. being Mr. Poland, really, isn't he? Just coming and getting two stunning goals. Keeping a minute until the very last minute until his defence yeah. just lets him down. Like Lewandowski, he's doing all he can for his country. Unlike a different man who, who's also from one of the main German teams, Erling Haaland, who scored, I think it was absolutely none in all ten of their qualifiers for Norway. That meant they didn't qualify. Neither meant to be the main man who delivers under any pressure, but clearly not. Clearly not. Right, let's move on to the eight o'clock games. Oh. Incredible. Oh. 
Mate, so, I can't lie, can't let's lie. Let's go through the Germany Hungary first. Let's just go through the goals. I'll, I'll tell, tell them a little story, a little anecdote, if we if we want to please our English teachers with our Frenchy language. Um, I'll just read so, out the, when the goals happened, okay? No, no, no. I'll, I'll do this quickly, do this quickly. All right, I was had like a maths assessment today, right? And it was last night, and my mum was like, oh, yeah, go do your Hegarty maths, watch your videos. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I'll go do my Hegarty maths. And I'm like, I'll just check the scores before I go to bed. And I've switched it on, like, the second minute just, just to get a little glimpse of it, and it's just quality. So then I've had that on on one screen, and I've instead of watching Hegarty maths and even doing it at the same time, I've just, like, just thought, you know, stuff it. I'm watching the game. Then I had the other game on my iPad. One game on a TV, one game on my iPad. I was chilling in bed, watching them both at the same time, cheering on Hungary. Because as, as we predicted, well, it was close to what we predicted in the group stage, wasn't it? Which would have been mental. Yeah. But I mean, oh, oh. What, what a night of football. Like, Sorry. I just, I left my revision to, to, to go do one. Because I just, I couldn't stop watching that game those games like it was twisting and turning like i think the entire place has changed eight times in that one night incredible like incredible so, scenes and i'll tell you another little story my love was kind of like that i think it was one of the world cups where england were like one in the morning and like what happened was my dad he was had like one of his main assessments uh, that he'd been spending years and i mean years working on and the night before i think He'd gone and watched, um, what was it? He'd gone and watched, I think it was France v Belgium or something or other. But he went and watched that game the night before and it was one that was quite far abroad. So the games were being broadcast at silly times. So he walked into, he's telling me, he walked into his assessment hall. The teacher was like, you watched the game last night, Mark, didn't you? And he was like, yeah, it was a cracking game, sir, wasn't it? <laughs> Just class. But yeah, sometimes football is more important than anything. Right. I know we shouldn't be saying this, but forget your exams. Right, if you're I in year 11, about to do your goals. exams, stuff them, watch England. Anyway, off you go. So we have, in the 11th minute, Shalai scored. Um, and then they were keeping that lead until Havertz, Havertz equalised 66 minutes in. And then a minute and a half later, Schaefer... Puts Hungary back Schaffer. in for a 2-1. And then it wasn't until the 84th minute that Goretzka equalises to make it 2-2. Mean. And I'll quickly say the scores in the other game and then we'll just get into talking it. Portugal-France, 2-all. Ronaldo penalty in the 31st minute. Benzema penalty in the 45th plus 2 minute. Both controversial decisions. And then, 47th minute in the second half, Benzema scores again. And then the 60th minute, Ronaldo, Mr. Pen Merchant, scores another penalty to equalise straight and it's 2-2. That's Bruno Penandes. Um, and in that group, in that group, France went through on five points, Germany went through on four points, Portugal went through on four points and Hungary didn't go through but um, and only got two points. Germany were minutes so, off getting knocked out in Hungary. We've got Germany, England have got Germany. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I mean... What a, what a day to be alive. Eight times in that day, eight times in those couple of hours, did the score change around. Like, it, it was honestly just different how, how good that was, if you get what I mean. Yeah, it's just, unfortunately, I didn't watch the games. I just watched the highlights in the morning. 
But honestly, well, so, sorry guys, sorry guys, we, we've got to end the episode here because we have a completely shocking reporter who hasn't watched arguably one of the greatest nights in all of world football. Disgraceful. You definitely should. But honestly though, it what a moment. Like The quality of, the quality of goals were just yeah. fantastic as well. I think yeah. Hungary played very well, yeah. and I think it's unfortunate that they didn't go for Should we talk about the Hungary game first? Yeah, we'll go through that yeah. one first. Well, I'll give you a little, guys, a little bit of backstory. So, Hungary were on, on one point after picking that one point off the world champions, may I add, and they had just given Portugal a very good game. And it came down to the last game, and they knew if they beat Germany, they would go through. But they had to beat Germany, like... No ifs, no, but they had to. So, they played Germany, and, well, they they got ahead nice and early. And, I mean, we predicted Hungary to come third and Germany to come fourth. So, I was looking like an absolute genius, weren't we? We were looking like geniuses. And then, yeah. you weren't looking like a genius. Yeah, yeah but... We were very close, and I think most people didn't expect that to happen. So, actually, the fact we were so close still makes us look pretty genius, if you ask me. Yeah, it's... it's I think that it was actually a fantastic night of football. I yeah. saw all the goals, um, and I thought that the, the two headers, they were great headers, yeah. especially... The first one, what a ball into the box, and it's a lovely where, where, where were both the keepers for those goals? Yeah, if you know what I mean? The keepers had a shocker last night. Well, it was Everyone like, else had a great game. What a moment. The keepers had a shocker. I, I, I literally switched over on my main TV to that game. I, I just had like a feeling, and sometimes, you know, when you get that feeling, it's like, you know what, I need to check that. And I had that feeling something was about to happen. Switch it on within the first 30 seconds. Hunger, no, Germany equalised. I'm thinking, no! And then only straight from the like literally kick off pass pass goal, literally that was what it was, and what what a time to be alive. BBC were literally still showing the celebrations, and it was then they were like, and hungry come forward, and the camera shot changed, and then it was like goal. I mean, yeah, it's it's just absolutely yeah. mental. That is why we love uh, international competitions because it's not like the Premier League. You've got knockouts, haven't you? Yeah, it, it was, it, it was just crazy. Yeah. I just cannot believe that, just what happened. I think I'm just, I think yeah. we're just a bit speechless. I mean, we've got right Germany now. now, but I mean, this is going to go down controversially, but I personally am more happy to have got Germany than I would have been to get Hungary. Because personally, I feel like our attack that we've played with the freedom we have, I, I just don't think... I think, at the very least, we would really highly struggle to break down Hungary's defence. And actually, the directness with which Hungary attacks, they don't build up like Germany. They just knock it and they score. And I think that would cause us problems. Because, let's, let's look at it, right? When we played Scotland, they caused us problems. They got the ball and they were direct. Not this wishy-washy, tiki-taka around the box and everything. Got the ball, got it in the box, and they were the team we struggled most against. Not the world champions, not the team that beat Scotland easily, but we struggled most against a team that was the most direct in attack, and our defence just couldn't cope with it. And actually, 
we can we can beat a defence like Germany's who play a lot. And I think we can defend very well against a German attack. I think Hungary would have caused us so many problems. It's going to be controversial, but when you put it like that, it, it's not quite as controversial. I think, I think you have definitely got a point. We will, we will struggle against uh, the players with that quality. Just the, um, the quality just to, to be able to fit that poacher. Yeah. Really, actually, no, that doesn't need that much quality, to be honest with you. But, um, but no, they've got still, like that instinct. Think... They've got the passion. I think our technical players would struggle with that passion, that aggression they have. Like the the togetherness. Yeah. Particularly like your, your less physical ones. I think the aggression, the passion they had would would make us struggle. The defensive solidity would make us struggle as well. And I also think that the one area they're weak in, which is like heading heading from crosses, we're not strong in it. Because guess what? Got Mr. Blooming Harry Kane up front. Who, let's face it, you probably get more where, like, a chocolate teapot will probably serve you better. And that would melt after a couple of seconds. A Tesco carrier bag would do better than him. My God, he's an absolute joke of a man. Well, no, he's been a very good player for a very long time. Um, well, not very long time, but he's just not performing this year, Rose. Yeah, well, to be fair Gareth to Southgate needs to be bold. He needs to put in Carvert-Lewin. Going to be controversial, but he needs to. We're doing nothing. One shot on target, all Euros. I think he's one goal in the last 12 games he's played for England. And he's our number nine, who's meant to be one of the best players in the world. He's meant to be commanding a £150 million transfer fee. Blows my mind. Talking about Mr. Number One International Reliable Guy. Let's talk about Ronaldo. That man always delivers, doesn't he? Yeah. Two goals. He's equaled the all-time record for international goals, I believe. In in major tournaments, I think. I'll just I'll search that up quickly now. Yeah, because I think he, I think he broke it for international goals earlier on in the tournament, but I think he's broken it for in major international competitions. So that's not including friendly. So that man, like he does what Messi. Wait, I no, personally believe. Me, here we go. Here we go. So it, it's it's. Um, the all-time um, leading goal scorer nationally, just completely, um, is Ali Dei. Oh, for Iran. Iran. And he's on 109. But and I think this says 103. But I think that is... Um, Quite outdated. Yeah, he's equaled it, so... Yeah, so that, that's the behind. So he, he's equaled it here. In my opinion, an article. Some people may disagree. Made, made 109 but, goals, so one more, and yeah. then he's he's broken the record. I think some people may disagree, but I think the majority of us would say playing in the Euros and the World Cup is a slightly higher level than what most Iranian and Iraq players and players in the Middle East are playing against. Like you've got much harder competition. I think most people would agree with that. So to have done that against such hard competition. Wow, that man. He does but I mean, Messi he he's cannot get, he's not getting any younger. He's not getting any yeah, younger as well. I'll be honest. I remember that. He he does what he does what Messi cannot. He he leads a team. Messi relies on a good team and then he's world class. Ronaldo He might have he picks the team up by the scruff of its neck and he leads them to victory. He leads them with passion, with aggression, with fight for every single thing. And he's a man some people shy away from those big moments. He lives for them. He thrives on them. He just enjoys them. them. He just enjoys them. Like, he gets a penalty 
and he's got a score to keep them in the Euros. He's like, yeah, I love this. This is, this is like, I just do it. It's like what I do every day kind of thing. It's like, yeah. he's just... What he might man. have changed in the way he, he, he works yeah. and stuff. But actually, but, that's great. Um, but because he's getting older, he's got he's not got the agility that he did once have. I mean, he's his adapting. agility is still incredible. He's adapting but as a striker that can get 40 goals adapted, in a season. Yeah. 40 goals in a so season. still banging 40 goals in a season. At <laughs> 36. The of 33, 34. 36, mate. 36. 36, that man is. Like... It's because of the way he conditioned his body. Like, that man inspires me. Like, I've been taking up a new workout routine because I want to be at a point where I can play and I can be fit for years and years beyond when I should be able to. That man, he's an animal, a machine. Like, the dedication he put in at Manchester United with a player coach, with, like, a coach that taught him about the physical stuff. It's incredible. Seeing his jumps, like, physically, that man is different. And actually, I was watching a really good documentary on the BBC called Cristiano Ronaldo, The Impossible, I think it was. And it was all about his backstory and everything. And it was really good, actually. I'd, I'd much recommend that you check it out. I'd like some really good insight to it and everything. But I just think the way that man has treated his body, the way that man comes out in public and tells people how to treat their body by removing Coca-Cola things, by making a stance against unhealthy stuff that can cause your body harm. Like, it's incredible. And just well, if you don't it. believe me, when I was telling me he used to work in a factory for Coca-Cola, literally, if they dropped Coca-Cola on the floor, the amount of rubbish that is in that drink, yeah? Do you know what it did? It dissolved the concrete. It dissolved some of the concrete. So to think people are putting that in their stomachs. My God. What a man. Good job I don't like fizzy drinks then. Yeah. He takes a stance against everything, doesn't he? And he yeah, lives for I the big moments. I think, in my opinion, greatest player of all time. He can do what Messi can't. He's won stuff with his national team and he lifts a bad team. Messi relies on a good team to be great. Yeah, I think in the time when, when Messi was at Barcelona and says then was the Iniesta and the Busquets and the Xavi the Xavi with him, he was an incredible player, by far a better player than Ronaldo. But right now, with a team that's very mediocre, not a very good Barcelona team, um, Ronaldo's definitely the world, yeah. way better player at the moment. Like, Ronaldo's Banging playing in a bad Juventus a team. Only getting, let's have a look. How many goals does Messi yeah. get this season? Ronaldo's playing in a poor Barca team. Um, Ronaldo's playing in a poor Juve team. But the thing is, Ronaldo's excelling in a poor team. And Messi's deselling, if that's a word, in a poor team. And I just think that's the way Messi plays. And he... He's more of an assister. He's more of a creative player, whereas Ronaldo's more of a forceful big man who makes stuff happen. And I think that's kind of the difference between the two. And I feel like he's done what Messi hasn't. He's led his national team to glory. And that that man, I I just I mean I've seen Messi in flesh against Chelsea. My God, that man can change a game. But Ronaldo, he he doesn't just change it. He leads it. He's just different what he can do. Yeah, Messi's... I, I don't know if this is completely correct. Um, so, don't quote me on it. But it says Messi, for club and country, has got 39 goals and Ronaldo's banging mm -hmm. that in just for his club. 
Messi's great. But I just, I'm not sure he's quite at the level he used to be. Or as Ronaldo yeah, is older than him. Goals. Thirty goals in uh, in La Liga. Still, that's insane. That's incredible. But I just think Ronaldo's a little bit better than him at the moment, and he's yeah, a little bit older in a slightly worse team as well. Like, you got to give it to him. I mean, I think that's everything we got time for. No, it's not. We end, we end, we end, we end just quickly. We got to quickly like wrap up about how France played, you know? We've got to touch on that. Another world superstar, Kylian Mbappe. Maybe not quite at the show, but another superstar who played for Real Madrid most definitely was. And he goes by the name of Kareem the Dream Benzema. Cracking game he had, didn't he? I mean, he's back on form. It's like Lewandowski needed that goal against Spain, got his tournament up and running. Benzema, get this two goals. I don't reckon he'll be top scorer. I reckon Ronaldo will still He got that, that one against Hungary, didn't he, as well? I believe. Yeah. But I... Benzema, honestly... Oh, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen to the recording, but my mum's... Right, yeah, like we were saying about... Like, we got to move on to France now, haven't we? I think... Benzema, talk, what a player. Talking about another Real Madrid legend. Benzema. I mean, I think he's really kicking form, like, a bit like Lewandowski. Got that one goal yeah, against the team, and then he's getting two goals in his next game. And I think the only way he's up for him. Been out of the French national team for five years, but now he's making stuff happen. And he really showed I that. And I think France are big contenders. Too. Yeah, five goals already. That man, just, just different. But yeah, we got Germany in the next round. And we'll be talking about the next round and predicting the route to the final when we... See you guys tomorrow. But yeah, I think that's all we got time for on Euro Daily today, isn't it, Chisaya? Yeah, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, we very much appreciate the comments um, and all your feedback. Uh, hope you're enjoying our podcast. Um, we're enjoying making it, aren't we? Um, like button, yeah. share, subscribe. Like we usually say, the dislike button is there, so you can use it if you want. But we'd very much appreciate if you hit the like button instead. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. And just one thing I'd like to add. Our second episode is now on 7k viewers. you love to see it. Just checking up because I've now got the statistics to our anchor thing. That's all, that's all on Spotify though. Because I think the way we run it is like we don't let the public see it. But it's really cool. But yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. See ya. Peace out. I, I shouldn't say peace out. Anyway, bye.